Hi, I am Andrew Coles, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, created, produced, and 100% unscripted by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast is them talking about our faith, what they believe, and how they share it, but also about how they have messed up, and how to help you not mess up in your faith. Combined, they have over 60 years of strong Catholic faith and commitment. They walk around our neighborhood talking about their faith, morals, how to live in this world but not of it, science and faith, and a formidable repertoire of music. The same way they talk about it, and live it, at home, where I hear it every waking hour of every day. They also share their stumbles and falls, many of which you are probably familiar with. This podcast is completely unscripted and unedited, and as such, is just them talking as they always have to me for over a decade and a half, and I hope that you are able to get a piece of what I have gotten all my life. Now, from Holy Unoperated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day, for this time together. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us and speak through us. Let us simply be instruments of your will. And have us only say what you want us to say and our listener hear what you would have them hear. Please bless our listener in all their needs. And we're so grateful for them and their lives. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Did you start your time, Lo? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Everything's cockamamie today. I know. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> we're recording this sitting on our porch because we have a broken microphone. Yep. And so we're only We have using, to share. We have to share. Yep. Oh, we didn't kiss after a prayer. Oh, See? sorry. We're not so close. I know, it's kind of weird. It is. <clears throat> and because uh, the devil's had his his due with our electronics. After yeah. 120 episodes, I guess the, I guess the microphone it's okay. yeah, is all right. Um, so if things sound different, that's that's why. You know, yep. I don't know if they will, because Andrew will work his magic. Put some car noises in the <laughs> That's funny. Oh, a couple cars will go by. Yeah. Maybe Harry will, you know, focus on that. Yeah. Um, so here I am just holding the thing and yeah. not pressing the start. Okay. Yeah. So what's so our topic today? Moral relativism. Um, I've got relatives. Yeah, but some of them are moral. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> mean. <laughs> So what is moral relativism? Well, my understanding is that that is when my truth is mine and your truth is yours and it doesn't have to match and it's it's all relative. Okay. That was great except you used the word in, in, the, definition, in the definition. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
So yeah, it, you know, what's right for me may not be right for you. You know, these are that's a yeah. phrase that I used. You yeah. Know, back in the day when I'm not hurting anybody. Just, yeah, yeah. It's well, mine. Well, that's what you think is right. You yeah. know, that sort of stuff. We can um, agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. That's that's a that's certainly a crack in the um, in the moral relativism, uh, or I'm sorry, in the truth with a capital T. Uh, yeah, foundation. A lot of people agree to disagree, and um, I think it's better to just say, "Well, we can agree that we're not going to come to a conclusion here, <laughs> right?" Um, with with each other, and you know, because um, there is what we call objective truth, right? And objective truth is the um, the the truth that exists, whether or not we're around to experience it, whether around we're around to observe it. Right. Um, the 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 thing that um, it it's kind of that truth that's that's innately written in us. Right. Um, when you car. yeah, when you ask a a young child, you know, if. if hurting others is okay, they know that it's not okay. Right. You right. know, um, yeah. the, the idea that, you know, murder is never okay. Right. 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 Um, that's kind of the one truth that pretty much everybody agrees on. Um, I'm not going to say everybody. Right. Yeah, um, you know, but yeah. But those who disagree with that typically have, you know, mental illness and things like that. But or, yeah, or or but, maybe or, they or, they 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 actually don't disagree, but they'll say they do. But right. That, that proves the point. Yeah. That they know internally that. Right. It's so, wrong. so truth with a capital T um, is is what we follow as as Catholic Christians. As Catholics, the because that's one of the attributes of, of, of God, of God right. goodness, beauty, and truth. Right, right. And God created the universe, the earth, people in truth. Right. With we we are created in His image and likeness, and that's one of the things that that we are like Him in our creation is that we have this natural law written on our hearts that there is a single objective truth. What gets in the way of that is um, our, our, sinful, our nature. sinful nature, <laughs> right? And our free will that is by and large kind of selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we want what feels good, right? You know, and immediately. Yeah, and and culture today is um, very much about it's a me culture. I mean, it's an I culture, right? Right, right. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things that uh, start with I. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the a a, a person is their their first 
I guess, identity is not necessarily a child of God anymore. Um, right. And, and it's culture tells us to, you know, be our own person to do our own thing. You know, you do you is, is a big, you know, is is a thing right now is, is a phrase right now. And, and that is, it, it can get us into trouble because it puts an emphasis on, in, in, I guess it puts an emphasis on the, the idea that we can uh, form ourselves without outside help. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a couple things. Um, you talked about identity. You mentioned uh, you do you. Um, the, the you do you reminds me, you know, a couple of years ago, the phrase, um, it is what it is, was really popular. Yeah. And it, it, if you think about that phrase, that's actually uh, a, a very truthful statement. Right. You know, um, because it's objective. Right. Even though people were using it in a non-objective sort of way, you know, well, you know, my... Uh, my son is off, you know, doing bad things. Well, it is what it is, you know. Right. You know, <clears throat> so that you do you, the uh, the YOLO, you only live once, mm-hmm. you know. The, the problem with that is, you know, you only live once and it's forever. Right. That, that, <laughs> yeah, there, there are that. eternal consequences yeah, to that. You, you will live yeah. somewhere after here. Right. Um. And you talked about identity, and so I'll touch on it. We mm-hmm. we touched a little bit about it back in June. Um, you know, when someone identifies as something that they biologically are not, um, right. is the, the best way for me to put it. Um, that doesn't change the objective truth. Right. Uh, you know, so it's not so much a matter of if I can be anything I want to be, because um, cause you really can't. Uh, you can do anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But we are, mm-hmm. we are being uh, who we were created to be. That's our objective, is to be who God right. wants us to be. Right. Um, and so if we get into this identity, this, you know, uh, this who I am, uh, is is who I decide to be is is a um, it's dangerous. It's um, also uh, it it avoids reality. Yeah, and and that's that's challenging because that's what moral relativism does. Is it avoids reality? <clears throat> I can go be promiscuous because that's my truth. That's okay, you right. know, and I'm not hurting anyone else. You know, even if we are hurting ourselves, we are hurting something that is not ours. Right. That's and so. So how do we um, counterbalance, counteract the moral relativism in culture with our families? How do we keep our families on the the path of truth and and not allow ourselves to wander? 
into relativism? Well, I mean, we are moving into that igloo up in Labrador where nobody else is around. I think then that's that's a yeah. Thing, right? Those those monks were, had you know the ascetics, <laughs> the uh, Anthony of the Desert, and all that, right? Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> Catherine of Siena, I'm coming. Well, um, well, we have <clears throat> to be. We have to be. We have to live truth, and the consequences meet meet themselves out. You know the misery with uh, this who I uh, who I identify as. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to call it a fad, but but this this current situation we're we're in, we can look at the misery of people who who do that, and we look at the um, the health consequences uh, and the changed minds after a certain amount of time and and that sort of stuff. While we live our truth and teach our children the truth and they live their truth recognizing that it is hard it's it's hard to be catholic it's supposed to be hard to be catholic right and so jesus said so yeah and, <laughs> but our just reward certainly is heaven that we strive for right. uh, but god does not deny that which he has ordained and if he has ordained us to be the people who we are, and we live in that will, uh, then he will care for us. Even if we are suffering, uh, we have an, a, a reason for it. There's a purpose behind it. We understand that that suffering is bigger than us, and it serves a purpose, maybe that we don't even know about, but we trust that it serves a purpose. Instead of us trying to... Um, you know, deny that we can we can embrace it and the other sufferings that aren't of god are from us not living truthfully to, right. to a large the, extent or other people not living truthfully and the consequences befall us right so how do we find the truth what what like if we're if if we're in a situation where we've got you know, family or friends, you know, asking us or talking to us about certain things and, and we kind of get a niggle in our head. I don't know if that's right. You know, where do we look to help us form our own conscience, form our own, um, I feel like you're interviewing me because we're, we're sitting I kinda, here. I kind of am. Yeah, you know. I kind of yeah. am. <laughs> the, um, well, the the church is our source. The Bible is our source, and the catechism is our uh, source for those questions that we have. And of course, the Bible, as uh, as the church understands it, if we're because it's very easy to read the Bible right. and say, "Oh, then what I'm doing is is, is fine." Right. I mean, look at what look at what David did. You yeah. Know? Well, I could yeah. Not, because I'm yeah. allowed to do that if we interpret right. things, you know, ourselves. Got to read the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah. That's where um, the catechism really does come in um, very handy. There's a whole section called Life in Christ. And that's essentially um, the, the, the textbook for, for morality in, and living a Christian moral life. Um, and it helps us you know we 
we are called as baptized Christians to form our conscience uh, properly and order it rightly. Um, a well-ordered, a well-formed conscience is, is what we seek to to do. Yeah, that's and a- and to to do that we we do rely on the church and her you know her documents, her um the um the magisterium and when we go seeking an answer we want to be sure that what we are, that the references and the resources that we're using are aligned uh, with, with that, um, with the church. Yeah, the, the, uh, a, a, a good example is when, uh, when Joe Biden said that he's, um, his conscience tells him that abortion, you know, is okay. And, uh, the problem with that is his conscience may, but a well-formed conscience will not tell you that. And you mentioned the magisterium. When uh, when Mr. Biden's bishop tells him that it isn't okay, in things like morality, mm-hmm. the church knows better. Right. The bishop knows better than the layperson, and that's what Joe Biden is, is a layperson right. who obviously doesn't have a, a well enough formed uh, uh, conscience. Right. Now, the bishop may not be able to, you know, speak cogently on, uh, you know, the uh, how to get a budget through Congress, right. you know, and can't advise <laughs> Mr. Right. Biden on that, but he can certainly advise him on or economic policy, yeah, or whatever, on, yeah. on laws that have a profound right. effect on uh, morality. So that informed conscience is a big deal. And you know, you, uh, you asked about how do we know the truth? When you know, when I first started seeking the truth, I actively sought this. Uh, you know, I and this is on the website in the in the who we are section. But I looked at that. Uh, carving on that on the building it says you know you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free and i said okay god if you exist <laughs> um let's let's do this i'll i'll uh i'll take you on I'll, we'll see whose truth is you know who, who who's got the truth is, right is what mm-hmm. i said you know it's kind of like a reverse of you know the devil went down to georgia you know yeah <laughs> you know god went down to austin yeah um <laughs> and he's looking for a soul to save well i could really think that out yeah um so four years later i came into the church you know yeah. i was baptized and, and everything because i honestly sought the truth i opened my conscience right to being well informed and well formed right. which i hadn't prior to that until you know to the age of 22 um because i wanted what what i wanted for me and what i thought was best for me instead of wanting what god wanted for me and what god knows is best for me right and the moral life is is best right and the when we fall into moral relativism that's typically when we are um, you know, falling into 
to sin, to temptation. Yeah. You know, that's, that's when we can, you know, recognize, hmm, well, that was me justifying my actions, my thoughts, my, you know, words, and that doesn't line up with what I know to be true, you know. So when we, when we fight against moral relativism within our families, um, it's, it's best to start with ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, That's really take a, really take a good look at what, what things do I compromise on, um, that I shouldn't, and then have honest conversations with our kids about that. Um, yeah, and admit to it. You know, yeah. I you know, yeah, that's I, important. I messed up, and I've got to I've got to fix it. You know, yeah. and I'm not going to do it again. You know, yeah. the um, you know, even longer ago, there were wristbands that said WWJD. What would yeah. Jesus do? Yeah. You know, and that moral uh, road that we can take is something we can ask that question. Yeah. Because you know, again, I'll use abortion as the example. Mm-hmm. Would Would Jesus get an abortion? And some say, Well, he's not a woman. Okay, if Jesus had been a woman. Right. If Jesus were a woman, would he get an abortion? You know, yeah. um, the those sorts of uh, the the informed conscience again would mm-hmm. say, no, Jesus wouldn't. Right. Well, if Jesus wouldn't, uh, what, why are we? Why, what's going? Yeah. What, yeah. You know, why what makes it, it okay, okay for us? Why is it okay for other people? Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, we have to start with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Those are the the only people we can affect are ourselves and our children. Right. Um, and by that example, um, and by admitting when we yep. goof up and getting back on the straight yeah. and narrow on the path, you know, and the, is, is the, our best best way to yeah, help other and, people. And we we seek first the Holy Spirit because it is through the Holy Spirit that we will know the truth, and um, that. Um, That's that's just what what we need to do. Yeah, we're not going to fix other people by arguing with them and no. and stuff like that. We just show them by uh, by how we live, and um, things seem to magically work out. There's <laughs> <laughs> no it, magic. No, it it's isn't. Grace. But, but it, it, it it sometimes appears that wow, that yeah. was lucky. Uh, right. Uh, you know. Yeah. So. I'm glad you're my relative. Oh, thanks. And you're very moral. I try. You're awesome. You're the greatest. You're the best. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create. And we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com. To donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff that we have available. We are a non-profit organization, and as such, are tax-deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. 
Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, created by my mom and dad, and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.